Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Christy Galtier, spiritual director and founder of Soul Shepherding. Welcome, friends. It's Advent, and we have a special gift for you today on Soul Talks. We have my precious friend, my soul friend, Sunshim Lap now with us. Sunshim is a, a woman that I love and respect. She is a marriage and family therapist. She is an expert in brain science and trauma and relational skills, and she's spiritual mentor and director, so much life experience, but also she shares the experience that Bill and I do of being in the pool of pain with people and really learning to take the hand of the Holy Spirit and move with the Holy Spirit to bring his presence, his comfort, his healing into the hearts of his people. And so it's such an honor to have Sunshine with us here. And Sunshine, thank you for joining us today, for making time to be with us. Oh, it's my honor and joy to be with you and your people. Thank you. Sunshine and her husband, John, have founded a ministry called Presence and Practice. Together, they're both therapists, and I encourage you to check it out. They also have a podcast. And you also are authors. You have written a book, The Joyful Journey. And this unpacks one of my most favorite spiritual practices. And also, I would say, um, one of my favorite practices for help with working through trauma. Mm. That is called manual journaling. And I love the name of it for many reasons. But one reason, especially as we're in Advent here, is because it helps us to appreciate the greatest gift that God's given us here in coming, humbling himself to become human and to come and experience everything we experience as humans, all the emotions, the trauma, he suffered trauma, he suffered relational pain, all these different things. And Emmanuel journaling, what I love about it is it helps us to experience Jesus with us, Emmanuel with us in our pain, in our need. So please tell, tell us more from your perspective about how the Lord led you to develop Emmanuel journaling, what it is, and then we want to we want to explain it and invite our listeners to a greater understanding and experience with it. Oh my gosh, Christy, you already explained it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure that everybody already knows what that is. You just said it so beautifully. So I think as a therapist, um, I had that desire to really see people living their life with this presence of love that mm-hmm. is always available and also bigger than their capacity of handling, like you say, trauma, relational pain, and in essence, just painful events of their life. And as you and I know that therapists offer our presence of attunement and empathy. And then one day I was thinking, especially when I'm working with Korean American or serving in a Korean American church, we Koreans are more hesitant to be honest with our own painful or negative emotions. I think we all humans maybe can be, but our sub, this group is more having hard time. So then I was exposed to that, a lot of interaction with that. And then I wondered to myself, 
how come we live our life traumatized? Basically, how come we live our life so alone, lost, even though we are Christian? Yeah. How come when we need God's presence and action in our life the most, or we need to feel that presence and action the most, how come we don't perceive God's presence? The right. pain seems to have a last word, and then God's presence and action seems vanished in times of our painful experience. Mm -hmm. So then my mind went to, if we, I am limited human being and offering sense of attunement uh, to my clients or even just church members or friends, give you a sense that I see you, I hear you, I understand what you are going through, but I'm here with you. Is there anything I can do for you? There's simple this, experience of attunement or empathy, whatever that you call. And how come even therapists and friends and good parents who do, how come I don't or my people, Korean American friends, don't see God like that in yes. the Bible? God is uh, described as a wonderful counselor. Mm -hmm. Then if humans can do it, how much more God is capable of offering that kind of gift to his children. And that's what my mind went. And then I became aware that Exodus 3, that's where I saw God's character. And Exodus 3, he was meeting with Moses, asking him to go and deliver his people, Israelites who were in slavery. And then Exodus 3 at a burning bush, he's telling Moses, I have seen my people's misery. I have heard their cry. I know their suffering. And then I want to deliver them. Those sequence, that kind of intrigued me. Oh, this is what uh, empathy is like. This is what attunement is like. Yes. Oh, so that attunement, things that I learned from psychology or therapy is not from psychology or therapy. It That's was right. God's character. Father's yes. heart. Wonderful counsel's heart. So how? Oh, this is what God meant. That's why you are saying that this season, Emmanuel, the reason that Jesus came to be with us is that remind us that I am here with you, walking with you, not only in times of joy, but in times of pain. I see you. I hear you. I understand what you are going through. I'm glad to be with you. I'll help you. So that presence of Emmanuel, it's not an abstract idea. If therapists room and then people have this soul friends and then they get this real healing, then God's presence should bring more healing than that. Yes. So that's where it was developed, I would say. I love it. And I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit just illuminated all that for you and for your responsiveness and obedience to put, unpack it and make it really simple and usable. You, manual journaling is a wonderful tool. It's a tool I use a lot in my work with people, whether it's counseling or spiritual direction or on retreat. It's something I use personally often. And I've used it so much that now I can even do it without a pen or paper. I can just, I just do it naturally in conversation with the Lord. And oh, yes. it, 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 it does help me to attune to his presence and to receive his love and his empathy and his healing and changes my perspective. 
so much as well. And so it's been a great gift to me personally, as well as, as our ministry. So thank you so much. I would love it if you would just, would you be willing to kind of walk through Emmanuel journaling? Because it's really a simple process, but I would love it if you would just walk through the process with our listeners. And if you'd even be willing to share it through your life, maybe an example, if you were going to verbally do Emmanuel journaling, what would that look like in your life today? Okay, that's great. So there's a two parts. You can uh, see these two practices as a one deal or like you can do it just separately. So I just go over interactive gratitude. So basically every Christian knows how to give thanks to God. So then we'll, I will go through it, but just simple structures. So you give thanks, but then after you give thanks, pause and just listen how God say back to your gratitude. So that's what how simple that is. And then sometimes those who grew up in a, a Christian circle that you don't dare to put the word in God's mouth, there's mm-hmm. a little hesitance. That's why this trying to detect shepherd's voice in a good place when you give, receive a good gift, it's a good place to really practice that. So I really recommend this. So this is how it looks like if I do that. Good. So as I, as I talk to you, I started this window. I look at this mountain I really love. Whenever I look at and just pause, I'm really thankful to God for this mountain. And often, even now, uh, you, can change, you can see the little change in my voice and tears kind of mm. already well up. Mm. This, the presence of mountain always has a big meaning. And then I will be curious if that's the case, even just today, I did it many times, like, God, I'm so thankful to you for creating mountain. Yeah. How amazing is that? Mm. It's so big, so gigantic. It looks so sturdy. It's just mm. right there mm. uh, in front of my eye right now. I see yes. it. How beautiful. Thank you so much for giving mm. me the gift. Then I kind of wonder why I get so touched. Yeah. Like, because there are many other ocean doesn't do that to me as much, but how come mountain does that to me? Mm-hmm. So I just pause and ask, hmm, why am I like that? I almost like self-reflect. Uh-huh. Yes. And then and then I just become aware of this thing. Wow, maybe I always look for stability and some something big, sturdy. Mm-hmm. Then Oh, that's why, maybe that's why, God, I am so grateful to you about the mountain. And then I just pause because just in their awe and gratitude. And then I imagine God saying back to me like this. And then when you do it in a journaling way, now you are kind of writing down as if God is speaking back to you. And then I write it down. Oh, dear Songshima. Songshima means in Korean, um, that's how we call each other. So it's uh-huh. like a dear Songshima. It's like a, he will say without dear, like, oh, Songshima means it's a dear Songshim. Oh, oh Songshima, I know why you love mountain. Hmm. I know that it was really hard growing up as a young girl in Korea, in poverty, always looking for something bigger than you or your parents hold you up you always long for that Mm -hmm. and 
even though you was you were not aware of it through the mountain i always spoke to you that i'm here mm-hmm. i'm stable i'm sturdy i am big and gigantic that you can lean on oh, oh love that love that so that so that's how it looks like. Oh, Sanjeev, thank you for sharing <laughs> this with us. And even as I'm listening to you and seeing the way that you are, are looking out your window at this beautiful California mountain that you have there in Los Angeles where you live, you're making me grateful for that mountain too. I'm feeling so right. with you for this mountain. And I'm picturing mountains and what a gift they are. The times that I've looked at the mountain and just been enthralled with God's majesty and his beauty. And so thank you for sharing that. And then as you're unpacking it and you're, you're modeling this curiosity of, you know, why does, why is it the mountain that I'm thankful for that ushers me into the entering his gates with Thanksgiving, connecting with Emmanuel through Thanksgiving of his, his presence manifest in this mountain to you. Um, and you're, you're curious about that. Then you hear the Lord's compassion and presence to you personally. And so it's, it's, I love the personality of that. And also the way you, you talked about it's, it's with this tenderness and this endearment for you that he's coming towards you. Sanjima. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Like, like, so I would good. Say, like I would say to my daughter, you know, it with this, oh. warmth, this, this endearment, this special yes. that Jesus talks us that way. He feels that way about us. And then his tenderness with our weakness, our need, our vulnerability. And, and you modeled that so beautifully with sharing with us how as this little girl in Korea living in poverty, you needed a stability, a protection, a strength. You needed a rock. You needed yes. protection. You needed something you could count on because you didn't experience that as a little girl. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying, I kind of, you're even modeling, I notice about you. And I've got you, I'm <laughs> yes. for you, I'm with you, but he's, he's tender with your, with your pain and your vulnerability there with mm-hmm. that, and compassionate and empathetic. So yeah. thank you for, for modeling that so beautifully to us. So mm-hmm. that's the first part. What is this next piece of Emmanuel journaling? Yeah. Next piece of Emmanuel journaling is a way of you receiving God's empathy during the time of pain. So it has a five step. And then it is based upon brain science that there is a emotional processing pathway. So when we experience emotionally charged event, so probably painful event, you just go through a certain part of your brain and there's this like a pathway. Mm -hmm. So then the sequence that I'm about to explain is kind of um, matching with that as well. So it's just an interesting fact and kind of fascinating and it gives you more motivation. Oh, this is the way that God designed our brain. Yes. So let me try that. So yeah. the sequence, I already explained it earlier in, in our time intro. It's like based upon also Exodus 3. So it just yes. happened to be, if it's true in the Bible, they later science also proved that it, echo, it right. echoes with that. So yes. it's like, we need to be seen, mm-hmm. you need to be heard. Yeah. And then just the other party, the person, either parents or the counselor need to get the size of your pain. So then mm-hmm. the third sequence called it, I understand how big this is for you, but just basically I get yeah. you. It's I a validation. Yes, exactly. Of the pain that you feel. 
Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then the fourth step, just assuring his presence, tender presence, compassionate presence, I'm with you. And then last part is I can do something about it. So mm. if I, your audience see me, I'll point it out my eyes. I can see you during yeah. the time God's saying, I see you. Yeah. And then also I point it at ear and say, I hear your, you know, thoughts. God. So, and then I point it out ear and then I put my hands on my chest and I know how big mm. this is for you. That's so good. And, and then I would just kind of hug or that just put my arms around saying it, I'm glad to be with you. Mm. And then I just kind of like pretend that my muscle and saying, I can do something about what you are going through. So basically those are the sequence. And then so I'll you're sharing you. your pain with the Lord, Emmanuel, yes. who's here with you. Yes. And then you're writing down his response that he sees. Yes evidence of the pain that he yep. hears the pain yes. that he's he's with you or yes. that he knows that the, he's validating he knows, the weight mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and then that he's he's with you uh-huh. and embracing you in this holding you in this and then that he's powerful to do something yes about yes. this yes so yes. is there I, I love it it's so helpful thank you uh-huh. so is there would you there, be willing yeah. to share from your life personally is there Yes, this, this part of the manual journaling with our listeners? right. So I will I will tell you just one recent event that I kind of metabolized. It's a little pain, so I'm not going to share a big one. Just a little mm-hmm. pain, day to day life. So still so, matters. Yes, manual cares about those too. Absolutely, that's I. That's a good point. So so it's filing got broken. So the neck of your it, daughter, my your daughter. daughter. Yes, yeah. my daughter's violin broken. And we need to get it fixed. Mm. And I don't know how much it costs. And then I noticed that whenever things happen like that, money related, you guys can already imagine that because I'm good. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. But I think because of the the history of my life, whenever there's like financial loss, I I find myself frozen. It so triggers I, a trauma for yes. you from when you were in, in poverty as a, a little girl yourself. Yeah. So then I kind of uh, postponed. I need to do some research, just mm-hmm. simple things. Maybe some people, it's easy for them to do, but I find myself not being able to do it. Right. So that's what's going on. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. I will just walk you through how it is so that it's. Okay. So then. Thank you. Yeah. Some shame. So I can see you part, right? So now mm-hmm. I'm writing down, Sangshima, like God is saying, is Sangshima, I see you stopping when you heard John talking to the instrument uh, store. Mm-hmm. And then I see you listening to his conversation with them. And then I see you holding your breath while you are mm-hmm. hearing that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I will go to the next. I hear you saying inside of your heart, how come John freely asked how much it takes to fix it? Mm-hmm. In your head, you are wondering why you cannot ask that freely. Mm-hmm. I hear you saying, I'm so glad I have Ellis John oh. who can freely <laughs> ask and inquire. <laughs> And then I'll move to the third. I understand how big this is for you. Yeah. 
even though to John, it's just such a just life matter that he call and ask how much it costs. You are having a hard time to ask that question to people. It's because you're growing up uh, when your dad see customers coming into his store, just asking the price and try the shoes in the store and then just left without mm. buying. Mm. That really broke your heart seeing mm-hmm. your dad's pain. Yeah. So you almost made a commitment to you that you would not do that to owners of the store. Mm. Since you have a tender heart, you didn't want to inflict that pain on other people. Mm-hmm. That almost just made you not do what you saw other mm-hmm. customers doing that to you. So I know Songshimi yeah. sounds so, so petty and little, but I get you. Mm-hmm. I know why you tend to get frozen. Yeah. I'm so glad to be with you that you shared this thing with me. Mm. I will help you how to grow the skill as John, how mm. he really did and then learn from him. And then you can practice next time. I promise you, your muscles will grow and that you'll be free. Mm. So that's how I will. Oh, thank you so much, Sunshine, for sharing that example from your life of how, how to use this manual journaling tool to connect with God and his presence with you in a pain. How, how does it feel for you right now to have shared that with us? feels good and I didn't tell the ending story because of his modeling and metabolizing like that when the violin teacher actually asked me oh did you fix so his violin I was able to actually see John in my head and I oh. I kind of copied him so good. that I yes I feel empowered good so you felt the Lord really meet you in the manual journaling process of what you were experiencing there around your daughter's violin breaking and how it triggered in you painful emotion and, and even made you, it sounds like it, your response was you were triggered and you didn't feel competent like you normally yeah. are in life. Absolutely. And that was hard for you because you like being competent. And, yes. and so then you reached out to the Lord through manual journaling and received his presence and care rather than maybe, maybe without that, maybe your tendency would have been to reject yourself or judge mm-hmm. yourself or condemn mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I know for me, that's the, where I would tend to go is maybe to or- feel shame or self-judgment. Or I tend to just rely upon John instead of it's nice to have John so that he takes care of everything. I don't need to. So I avoid those moments. Yeah. So by going into this and talking about this with the Lord, you received courage from the Lord that he's at work growing you and hope. It sounded like there was some hope you felt afterwards. Yes. (laughs) God's with me in this. I'm not alone. He's growing me. And then what you shared with me next was that as you were talking to the violin teacher, you actually, you actually saw some growth. Oh, absolutely. I was proud of myself. You should be. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your courage to share something really personal and concrete in sharing your own manual journaling, because I think of Frank LeBach's, um, 
quote in his book where he says, we, we rarely do anybody much good except that we share the deepest experiences of our soul. <laughs> and, and, I, and I remember Dallas saying to us many times, Dallas Willard, our mentor, saying to us many times, unless your spirituality becomes personal and concrete, you're not going to change. And so that's one of the things I love so much about manual journaling is it helps us to get personal and concrete with our life experience and bring it into God's kingdom and a relationship with him, with Emmanuel who's with us. We're in, we're in relationship with him and he so longs for us to give him access to our soul. And that's what you've done there. And I love that you modeled it with, you know, just a, a normal everyday thing. You know, my, my son broke his violin when he was in, in fifth grade. So I could even have a little bit of empathy based on that experience and how hard that was for me. But um, these are things that we deal with in life and we need God. We need, we need to know that God's there for us, even in things that are maybe more average or more um, to not feel shame about it and feel like, oh, I should just have this, or I should just be able to handle this, or I shouldn't feel any negative about that. that that's the cues are coming at us. And so Emmanuel journaling is so helpful because it, it, it gives you the opportunity of, oh, I can connect with Jesus and yes. his strength, his presence, his empathy for me right here, whatever my situation is. So thank you so much. You've modeled that so beautifully. I encourage our listeners to learn more, visit Practice and Presence, order A Joyful Journey and read it and unpacks Emmanuel Journaling so much better than we can give justice to here on, on our podcast. But Sunshine, thank you so much for blessing us with your, your presence, your relationship with Jesus, your ministry to Dan Soul Talks. Would you be willing just to pray for our listeners here as we conclude this podcast? Yes, let's do that. Thank you. Okay, God, you are Emmanuel. During this season, the presence of Emmanuel comes really meaningful to each one of us here. It's a holiday. People are gathering, celebrating some part of our life, grieving, not being able to join, feeling lost and alone relationally, even financially, spiritually, parenting, just in many parts of our life, there's a corners of us, doesn't feel like we can celebrate. Those who are listening to this podcast, I pray that they see your invitation, the presence of Emmanuel can be gifted into that corner of their heart, they feel alone and lost. Whatever that the matter or the topic that is, I bless and pray that the people who are listening to this podcast will trust that your goodness, your promise that you will be with them, you will show them how big God you are, with a problem they are struggling. I pray the presence of Emmanuel will be felt in the very place that they feel lost and alone so that they can sing the carol. They can truly welcome and celebrate your presence, your birth. We love you and we pray uh, your name 
Amen. Amen. Bill and I would like to say a special thank you to you, our donors. This podcast is supported and funded by those of you who are giving generously to the Ministry of Soul Shepherding. You can do that by going to soulshepherding.org or by clicking the link in our podcast notes. We really appreciate your prayerful generosity investment in all the Ministry of Soul Shepherding, including the Soul Cox podcast. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 